it is your money. I'm Susie Jones along with Peg Webb this morning and we are taking your calls and your texts at 651-461-9226. But always remember, if you want to write this number down, one eight 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 six advice that's the number you can call 24 hours a day, seven days a week to ask your money questions. You can also email your money at wealthenhancement.com. So happy to have you with us today. We again have Peg Webb. She is the senior vice president and a financial advisor at Wealth Enhancement Group. Good af- good, good day, I should say to you, Peg. Nice <laughs> to talk to you. Good day to you, too. Hey, Bruce is out today, but it's okay. Yes. Susie, you and I have this. Oh, totally. And today, I absolutely love to get participation from the callers. And I know um, not too long ago, I think it was in November, we did an open line show with Peg Webb. And it was really just impactful. There were so many calls. So if you're interested, it doesn't have to be on my topic today. But if you have a question at the top of your mind, I'd love to address it live today. The topic today is mitigating investment risk and managing cash. Okay. Why do we want to talk? Yeah. Why do we want to talk about that today? Well, despite these horrific high levels of inflation and lots of market volatility, would you believe there's still opportunities for the patient and disciplined investors out there to add to their wealth? So today, Susie, I'm going to give a couple tips about what I'm talking about. Now, in the news, headline after headline, there's kind of been this focus on this emphasis that this 60-40 portfolio will not work in the future. Well, let me define what the headline even means. 60-40 in our industry means 60% stock or on the growth side and 40% on the fixed income side. Now, why in the world was that kind of the premier place to be? It isn't even hovering in the middle. Right, it's not 50-50, it's 60-40. Well, that extra 10% in stocks was because stocks tend to outperform fixed income over time. So why not give it a little bit more tilt towards what we believe might be predictable is higher rates of return over time on the stock market. So what happened in 2022 is once in a really great while. It actually hasn't happened since 1974, where both that growth side, the stock side, and the fixed income side were down dramatically. And that was a a huge eye-opener for a lot of investors because they felt like their fixed income portion would protect them in every single type of um, scenario. So today I want to talk just about a couple steps um, that we've learned definitely over time, uh, you know, creating portfolios for our clients, and then also throw in managing your cash in today's um, environment because there's, there's more sophisticated things that you can do as an investor But it's difficult to do on your own. So our clients at Wealth Enhancement Group, we have options to invest in what is called alternative investments. Mm. But what does that mean? It just means that it's an alternative in performance, good or bad, to what stocks and fixed income or bonds are doing 
so it's actually uh, it's actually just taking uh, chances on something where there's probability that stocks and bonds could be down um, at the same time. So, but while I'm talking to, about this, Susie, yeah. I kind of want everybody to think about it's still important as much as I'm going to talk about this in these investments and what percentage should you be in, mm. it's still important to have a foundation of what is your goals, what's your time horizon, and what's your risk tolerance. Because when I visit with people and I work with my clients, I don't have everybody at 60-40. That's just a baseline for a start. And then we go into the questions. Mm -hmm. What are your goals? What's your time horizon? And how much money do you want to spend in retirement? And, and actually, what tolerance do you really have for taking risk at all? Mm -hmm. so. Mm -hmm. so let's, on that note, remind listeners that you can call in on our text line, Cities One text line, 651 Four six one nine two two six, and I'll make sure the information gets passed along to Peg. So when, so let's talk about risk management a little bit because everybody probably has a different level, right? I mean, for example, and I guess it also depends on how young you are and versus how old you are. Talk about risk management and how it, how it changes for people. Yeah. So uh, one of the things that we take into consideration is time horizon. We have to. Right. And I've often said on this show, the youth, the young people out there listening, or if you know somebody that's young, you need to accentuate that they are the rich people in the world. And what do I mean by that? Well, they have they have years. And so when I think about young people if you're rich in time, that means that your probability of success in investing today, um, especially on the growth side, and especially when the markets are down, you can look at us older people and say, hey, I have a greater probability if I invest today, right? And that's why the youth of this um, country should be brainwashed into putting money in as soon as they possibly can afford to, because they are the rich people. So, um, Susie, when we think about what contributed to that free fall last year, and I said already that it was 1974 since this has happened last time, mm -hmm. well, we had the highest inflation in the last four decades. We've already talked about that in the show. Yeah. You know, we had a bear market in stocks. We still kind of have this fear of this recession, and the Fed has a super, super great job right now. They are trying to slow inflation down and using a tool that they have in their toolbox, and that is raising interest rates. And did they ever? Mm -hmm. Very, very dramatic. Right. So one of, the, um, one of the things that I feel that you have to focus more on is what can you control? Because what I just described so far you don't have any real control. So, you know, you have to understand like how the markets are going to react. You could, number one right now, you could go adjust your portfolio allocations. There is absolutely, you know, investments that are going to do better now than maybe something else. Now, that's not anything new, but I think when we're in a circumstance like this, 
our investment team is very active and they have been for the last couple of years in anticipation of things coming. And now they look at things and, and, and they've been repositioning things. So if you're out there and you are trying to do it yourself, make sure that you're educating yourself about some other options that you could do. The other thing you um, can control is transferring your assets based on tax control. So when things are down, both stocks and bonds are down, this might be a time to look at converting to a Roth IRA. You want to do things when they're down, or do you want to position yourself for more dividend-paying stocks? Now might be the time to do that. And then lastly, uh, maybe you can increase your savings at this point. Um, interest rates are very high for safe short money right now. Yes, inflation's higher than we're still getting paid on those higher money markets and those higher treasury bonds. Mm. But I still believe there's so many people out there, Susie, that are sitting on cash that isn't making north of 4%. I said this on the show several times, but I'm trying to, to make sure that everybody out there knows there's an opportunity to make more money on your safe money today. And that actually would, would assist you in doing better on your 60-40 portfolio or whatever portfolio allocation that you have at the time. Okay, so I'm among those people. I have money in a savings account that I just stuck there, and I know it's not doing 4%. So if I'm a typical, if I'm a client of yours, maybe not one of your big money ones, um, what would I do with even a $2,000 amount? Yes. So what I recommended um, in even when interest rates were low to Google high yield savings FDIC insured, that will bring up several banks that are offering, you know, immediate access money um, and better rates. Now, some people may say, I don't want to go online. I don't want to do the Internet. Well, you can still look for bricks and mortar um, banks. High yield the savings other, accounts and then FD and insured. FDIC insured. And FDIC insured just means the federal government is insuring you up to a certain degree Got it. if that bank went insolvent. Okay. So um, make sure you look at the numbers of what you can deposit, how much you can deposit and still be covered by that FDI insurance. The second thing I would do is, you know, look at um, CDs at the bank uh, or Wealth Enhancer Group offers CDs and we have treasury bonds. And so what's interesting about this, Susie, is yeah. the treasury bonds today, uh, the one year, the short, the short Fed funds rate was at 0.25 at the beginning of last year. We are at 4.25 today. Mm. So what that does is it, it, it correlates to what you could buy a treasury bond, a treasury bill, that kind of thing today. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so you should learn how to get access to it. And if you're working with an advisor, make sure that they're suggesting things to make money on your short money. Okay. And then if you want to, if you don't have anybody, go seek somebody who can help you purchase those. Um, this We're talking about what can you control right now, and you can make more money on your money. And that's something that we're talking about our client to our clients 
all the time. All right. So yeah, um, let's jump in with the question. The call, the blah, 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 phone number six five one four six one nine two two six. You can call Peg as well if you have a question. We're talking about your money and what to do with it with all these factors in play, a volatile market and inflation, et cetera, et cetera. But you can still make some money off your money. 651-461-9226. That's the number to call. A couple of texts coming in. Um, How will converting from traditional to Roth affect my MAGI as far as Medicare premium calculation? Can you start with telling us what MAGI stands for? Yes. So MAGI is modified um, modified gross income. Well, modified adjusted gross income. Got it. And so this is a good question. So if you indeed want to convert to a Roth IRA, so you're taking money out of a traditional IRA, let's say $1,000, yep. and you're going to convert it to a Roth, mm-hmm. 100% of that $1,000 will go on to your income tax because that's what you're doing. You're you're choosing to pay your tax today mm-hmm. to get it into a Roth that if you follow the rules will grow tax-free. And so this modified adjusted gross income, when it comes to the Medicare calculation, many of you listening out there know that if you're on Medicare, it, it depends on how much tax um, how, much, how much income you have as to what tier you're going to fall in mm-hmm. with those Medicare taxes. So lots of people get tripped up by this modified adjusted gross income because what they do is they throw in tax-free municipal bonds as an example. Okay. So when you're doing your regular calculation on your taxes, those are tax-free provided that we're talking about your federal return right now. But then when they go to figure out, well, how much is Medicare going to tax you? They throw that income back in. So if you're interested in what else might fall under that category, modified adjusted gross income, there's a whole list. If you just Google that, it's not a huge list, but they're add backs um, so they can charge you more Uh, on Medicare tax um, in that particular year. Susie? All right, very good. Um, Let's see, this question is, is it, I think we're just talking about this. If you're still working, though, this is a little more drilled down. If you're still working, is it wise to convert to a Roth if you're still working income 85K? Or are you speaking mainly of those who are retired? I love this question because, you know what, maybe people think I am talking about retired people all the time. And so what what um, here's what I'm encouraging working people to do. Lots and lots of 401ks or 403bs are giving us more options than we've done before. Mm-hmm. So we can choose to tax to, to defer our contributions to our 401k. And, and not pay tax in this current year. Or many employers are offering us a Roth 401k at this point. So what I tell clients is maybe you should be contributing to a Roth instead, not a conversion right now, but maybe you just contribute dollars to a Roth. <clears throat> and then what I tell employees is go up to the max 
mm-hmm. of your Roth contribution at work. But then if you're eligible and you would be at $85,000 a year, go open up your own independent Roth IRA. And why would I say that? Because it's convenient to open it up at your work. Yeah. The reason is, is because to get your money out of those Roths, um, withdrawals have completely different uh, rules. If it's a Roth 401k versus a Roth outside, traditional Roth outside your plan. Okay. Then once you've maxed out your Roth outside your work plan, then go back into your work plan and start contributing, contributing again. But I don't want to not, I, I want to answer the question. Would I suggest to working people that they do Roth conversions? Absolutely. And I, the reason I do is because we are under this sunset provision and going back to higher tax rates by January of 2026. And so if it makes sense to do it now, especially with the market down, because I love doing Roth conversions when the market's down, it may be a perfect time to consider that. Susie? 651-461-9226. You can either make a phone call and talk on the air, or you can certainly text the question to us. This texter writes, my son and his wife are having their first child. My son still has money in his UTMA account. With the recent SECURE Act changes, can he roll those funds into a 529 for his child? Thank you, and keep up the good work. <laughs> that's yeah, nice. that's great. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Well, congratulations on the first grandchild. Um, right. I'm in that uh, same category oh, now, too. Oh, wonderful. So super exciting. I super bet. exciting. Um, Uniform Transfer to Minors Act accounts and also 529 plans. Mm-hmm. Within the SECURE Act, they did make some extra provisions for people to be able to roll those into a Roth. I don't have the details of all that is so new Um, and there's so much uh, detail in this secure act that would you believe wealth enhancement group is bringing in an outside speaker. I mean, we've got all these smart people at wealth enhancement group, but we're bringing an outside speaker in to go through all the details of these um, upcoming secure act changes. Many, many of them are not, happening this year in 2023. So um, if Susie, if we have the contact information for this person, I can get back to them personally on Monday with the details. Okay. So let, let me go through. um, I want to for sure get to um, a couple more points on my outline here. And then I know we're going to be running out of yeah, time. Yeah, we're going to hit a, we're going to hit our bottom break. So, um, do you want to hold that thought, and we'll try to squeeze a, a quick question in? Um, sure, this go pers- ahead. It's just a simple one. My credit card has offered a five percent rate, eleven month, no minimum. Is this a, a, a my credit card has offered a five percent, eleven month, no minimum s- certificate of deposit? Is this a good idea? Question mark. And you have about a minute. Or less. Well, that's easy. That's a <laughs> phenomenal rate. And I bet there's a limit on how much money they'll allow you to put in there, too. But it um, if it were me, I would take advantage of that. Okay. It's, an, it's an absolute great rate. Five percent, 11 month certificate of deposit. So you put that money and it will grow by five percent over 11 months. And then you've made some money depending on how much you put in. Right. 
Yeah, and that's close to what you get on treasuries today. It's a little bit higher, but we all have to remember that 11 months is going to go by just like that. And one of the reasons I'm encouraging some of my clients to go a little bit further out on that interest rate scale, maybe two years, three years, is because I think interest rates are going to go back down. Mm. And so if we only invest for 11 months, then we may be taking lower rates you know, at the time that that CD renews. All right. Well, let's leave it there. It is uh, just about time for our break. So, Peg, just let's remind folks once again, if you're listening, we're just kind of having open phone with Peg. She does have an agenda, a line of items that she'd like to get to. So we'll get to all of that on the second half hour of the program. want to remind you, if you're listening and you can't, you want to think about this later, one eight 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 six advice or your money at wealthenhancement.com. When we come back though from this break, we want your involvement at six five one four six one nine two two six. We'll continue talking about mitigating investment risk, managing your cash and what to do during this kind of volatile uh, economy that we're in. Six five one four six one nine two two six. And welcome back. It is your money. Reminding you once again, if you have a question for Peg or anyone at Wealth Enhancement and you can't get to it right now, you can always call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The number one eight eight six advice. Also, you can email questions to your money at wealthenhancement.com. But for the second portion of the program, the number to call to get in touch with Peg directly is six five one. Four six one nine two two six. Now, once again, Senior Vice President and Financial Advisor of the Wealth Enhancement Group, Peg Webb. Welcome back, Peg. Thank you, Susie. Thank you. Um, today, we're talking about mitigating some investment risk and then managing cash. And I know that, you know, this crazy inflation and this market volatility um, is super scary. And I have all the gut feelings and human feelings that all of you listening today have when it comes to my money. So I get it. I get it. But what I what I am able to do is keep an open mind and be kind of patient and disciplined and try to learn during these times. And that's why we chose this topic today is 60-40 portfolio, 60% on the stock side, 40% on the fixed income side. I've been in this for decades, and that has just been the standard for all that time. Well, things change, and Wealth Enhancement Group has incorporated in some other asset classes that don't correlate to stocks or bonds, and that has helped our clients. So today, I just wanted to talk a little bit about, and I have, about what you can control. And before we take questions again, because that's my favorite part, I want to make sure that you get, I really highlighted this part of my outline, is what can you do now based on your um, current portfolio? I talked a little bit about that you can, um, you know, look at it and and change it around and, and maybe react to something. You could look at it and maybe you can get in a better tax position, you can look at it and decide that maybe you should increase your savings. I know that's hard to do with inflation and all of that, but those are things you can control. What am I doing right now on my day-to-day job? I am rebalancing the portfolios. 
You don't own all U.S. domestic stocks, I bet. I bet you don't own all international stocks. I bet you have a well-diversified portfolio of different stocks, but it's time to rebalance. Go buy things that have underperformed today and, and rebalance. That's easy to do. The other thing you should do is revisit your holdings. Understand what you own. Now, if you have an advisor and, and hopefully you trust that person, that's their job. Um, and you probably see some changes that are being made uh, within your portfolios. Wealth Enhancement Group actually takes um, permission to be able to trade our clients' accounts because Quite frankly, I don't personally have the time to call everybody and discuss these changes that I want to make. I'm better off giving advice versus doing the investment management myself. So we have people that manage all the money and have given us the authorization to do that. Then lastly, tax loss harvesting. I know that we've already ended 2022 and Bruce and I talked a lot about, you know, if you're losing money, take some losses, take them on your income tax. But I would say a lot of the listeners out there didn't do a thing in 2022. So there's still time in 2023 with this volatility, you know, uh, take some losses. And then you could always wait 31 days or go buy the same thing back. But there's also so many alternative investments that you can buy that are similar when you sell, take a loss and then go buy something else. So Susie, I wanted to make sure that the actionable items um, were talked about today and then I'm ready for additional questions. Very good. Again, that number 651-461-9226. If you have a question for Peg. Uh, one of the questions was, can I meet with Peg in person in Florida? Do you have an office Good. in Florida? <laughs> Actually, um, well, let me let me address that in a little bit different way. Um, COVID, which we all lived through over the last years, has dynamically changed everything. It just it's just changed how we communicate with clients. It's changed how, um, you know, people go into the office and and it's changed for, I would say, convenience for a lot of people, meaning clients and uh, wealth enhancement group employees. And it's working perfectly. So the question is, can you meet with me in Florida? Well, we have six different offices in Florida. You can go to Wealth Enhancement Group, wealthenhancement.com, not group, wealthenhancement.com. You can see where all of the offices are located. Yes, I take appointments in Florida. I don't know where you live, but I do take appointments. So you call the number, you know, um, the main number, and then you'll get a first impressions person that will talk to you and let you know where's the most convenient office. Uh, for you to meet in person. Susie? All right, very good. 651-461-9226. Another texture writes, can you explain a little more about what a Roth conversion is? Yes, I can. Um, we do lots of these. So let's go, let's go to the basics here. 
So the IRS has given us really a gift in that they're giving us a choice on our taxable IRAs. And, you know, these taxable IRAs where we've contributed lots of money into them, but the but we didn't we got a deduction for putting that money in. And then also the growth on that money is not taxed. So here we have huge buckets, big or small, that we have a huge IOU to the IRS. Well, the IRS is giving us a gift and saying, hey, if you want to take some of that IRA money now and transfer it to a Roth IRA, we will allow you to do that. Um, it used to be that you could only do a certain amount per year. It used to be that if you were over a particular income, you couldn't even do it. All of that has been lifted. So you could take a part of your Roth, of your IRA that's taxable and transfer it to a Roth. Now, why would you want to do that? Because you do have to pay immediate tax if you're going to convert to a Roth, meaning it's going to go on your income tax as income. Well, there's lots of pluses with Roth IRAs, and that is that once you convert and you've paid your tax, the growth, and if you've held that Roth for five years or more, the growth will be tax-free. So in your comprehensive planning, you should look at are you overweighted on taxable assets? And believe me, the new people, the introduction meetings I get today, um, and truly within Wealth Enhancement Group, most people have aggressively deferred their tax for a later day. And you know why? Because we were, we were told when we were younger, why not make money on money that you would otherwise pay Uncle Sam? Right. Because the money that if you have to give Uncle Sam the money right away, you don't get compounding on that money. So in essence, our IRAs today have blossomed and they're huge. And in some cases, give a little bit of overconfidence to people about their net worth because there is this IOU to the IRS. So with every client, we will suggest or possibly not suggest to do a Roth conversion because it also depends on what your goals are. You know, do you really want to leave assets to your um, kids? Do you have long, long mortality? If you, because a lot of my 70 year olds are saying, really, I should do a Roth conversion. I'm 70. I said, you may be around till 95. And then they can, then they tell me, Susie, that their mother or aunt or somebody is 101. So we're all living longer. So there's lots of reasons um, numerically why you might want to do it. There's lots of reasons maybe to pay your tax today and take the pain because of what I said earlier, that the tax rates are going up in 2026 if they don't do anything. And then also it gives you more freedom when you retire. And I'm talking now to these younger people. And the question I had before, should I do it while I'm working? To ha it's, it's better to have different tax 
buckets when you retire, because then you can control how much tax you pay per year. If I took some out of my IRA and some out of my Roth and some out of my cash account, I'm going to pay less tax in my retirement years if I have a choice of where to take it. Susie? Six five one four six one nine two two six. A texter writes, um, kind of talk a little bit more about your thoughts on uh, interest rates going down. Did how do you kind of? They just kind of want to know why you said that, and how do you kind of understand that that might be true? Just because it is cyclical. I was wondering if anybody caught that. Well, so one indicator, and it, and I'm not saying that it's going to happen again, but it is an indicator. If you look at treasury bonds, and and you can buy treasuries all the way from three months to 30 years of time. And right now we're in what's called an inverted curve. So on the short end is where the Fed controls rates. So when you hear in the news, oh, the Fed just raised, you know, the the Fed rate 0.25 again. You know, they've raised several times. They've gone from 0.25 to 4.25. Well, they control that short end of that curve. Well, right now, the short end, as I mentioned, is north of 4%. But if you wanted to buy the 30-year bond, that's closer to three and a quarter, three and a half. That's called inverted because who would want to take a 30-year risk at a lesser rate than they could have on a one-year treasury. Well, the reason that those longer bonds, the five-year, 10-year, 20-year, 30-year, are lower than the one-year is because the marketplace controls those longer ones by how many people are buying and selling those longer bonds. And so the indication is that they believe that interest rates on the front end are going to go down and even on the longer end could go down. And so then if we all just buy one-year bonds, one year from now, we're going to be scrambling trying to find those higher rates of return down the road. So that was an explanation of how that works. And it's just an indication that once we get on the backside of this inflation and it gets controlled and by the way, we need to work on our unemployment number as well. Yeah. Um, and we're starting to see uh, companies laying off people, which is, I mean, it's, it's sad, but we have to try to get unemployment to raise, to go up, um, because they're trying to slow us down. Consumers, they're trying to slow us down from spending. And, um, and, and that's what I mean by there's an indication that rates are going to go down. And I do believe, I believe we are going to get on the backside of this. Interest rates are going to be lower and the stock market is going to go back up. I don't know when, but um, historically it always has. Up so and the- down. Yes, up and down. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Um, my This texture writes, did you have to convert a regular IRA to a Roth IRA to soak up your tax bracket for your 2022 taxes by December 31st, or can you continue to do that conversion in 2022? I love this question. Yes. So let me give an example. Um, if somebody was considering to do this, which I described, you have a taxable IRA and you want to 
um, you know, transfer to a Roth IRA, that is going to create a taxable event. You would have had to have that completed by 1231-2022 for the 2022 tax year. So right now, I'm doing Roth conversions in 2023 for the 2023 tax return that we're going to do that we have to file by April of 2024. So it is mandatory that you get your conversion done by the end of the year so that it falls in that tax year. But I I believe there's still a lot of opportunity this year um, to do Roth conversions. Okay, great. 651-461-9226. A texter wonders about wealth enhancement and are they watching our investments daily? Yeah, yeah. so Wealth Enhancement Group, um, we have grown, which a lot of our clients know, and we have north of 50 people in our investment department watching the money. And, and collectively, they're analyzing all clients' portfolios. Um, and if indeed our investment team decides, which they recently did, to add treasuries to our fixed income portfolio, then all clients who are in that particular um, class or have that particular model, they will get changed. So somebody is watching it in the investment department if you've given us permission to do that. Then also on the team level, like my team and and Bruce Helmer's team and all across America, our teams, we are responsible for doing reviews for you. And then we look at it in detail even more so in that review or on an ongoing basis. Um, So I have clients throughout the year that'll say, hey, I want to add money, but I'd I'd like the I'd like the market you know, if it went down another 10, 20 percent, I've got 100,000 I'd love to put in stocks at that time. Well, I personally, our team tracks that, you know, so there's a lot of methods of what we're doing and what we're watching. But the answer is yes, depending on what relationship you have set up um, with us. Susie? Very good. 651 the number is 651-461-9226. If you have a question as we are nearing the end of this hour, um, a lot of good questions coming up. We talked about a number of them. Is there anything left on your list, Peg, that you want to get to as we near the top of the hour? Maybe recap where we are with uh, what we should do right now at the be- at the beginning of the year with our money and what should we be looking at? Well, there was one thing I brought up last week um, is Nicole Webb and I did a recent webinar and we actually uh, had seven advisors within Wealth Enhancement Group. We did a webinar called the Seven Wealth Building Strategies webinar. It is now on wealthenhancement.com under insights, under um, webinars. Click on that. It's the first thing you're going to see and it's an hour long. It's Nicole and I, uh, Nicole Webb and I, and I think it's worth it. I think it, it has a lot of information. It's going to hit these points, some that I made today, mm-hmm. but a lot more. Uh, and so I would encourage people to go watch that. That's great. And what would we learn? I mean, so 
I'm the kind of person I don't mind sharing a little bit. I know some of our textures hate it when I actually interject or give a comment. That's okay because I'm the co-host of the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the things I, I'm better if I have um, not only like the radio words, but I also have visuals. Yes. So my part of that workshop was the year money matrix. And I talked about it today. I talked about it in different ways. How is your money being taxed and how diversified are you on your money? I said, oh, do you have IRAs that are all taxed? Well, you might want to start thinking about how does that work when you're creating a paycheck for the rest of your life? So I talk about that. Um, We talk about treasury bonds and where interest interest rates are. So I had the question today, well, what do you mean interest rates are going back down? The head of our investment department is on there telling us about why their department believes we are going back to lower rates. We don't know exactly when, but we are going back. And then there's estate planning. There's just so much information we packed in uh, and you get to visually see all of us um, and Nicole and I interviewing the people. Yeah, that's right. Because I think it can be quite daunting, you know, if you think about estate planning, if you think about converting and taxes. You know, I someone ta- texted us the question about taxing Social Security, which is an issue in uh, the Minnesota State Legislature, uh, eliminating that Social Security tax. I mean, those are things we don't really know, but they're certainly out there weighing on our conscience, right? Yeah, poor Minnesota residents, because that we there's only six states now that um, still tax Social Security, and Minnesota happens to be one of them. So um, one of the things, too, that I wanted to just say is I, I, I'm a big believer in education. So I just mentioned that webinar. If you go to our wealthenhancement.com website, you'll see just the a plethora of information um, and you can put us in search engine what you're looking for if it's Roth conversions that kind of thing so I think there's so much information out there that sometimes it's very confusing as to do you believe it's accurate um, I probably will toot my own horn and say wealth enhancement groups is constantly updated so that's a good thing Yes. Reassurance is always always a good thing in this world Peg good to talk to you this week it's been a pleasure Thank you. Have a wonderful weekend, a wonderful week. And reminding our texters and callers, if you did not get your question answered, this is the opportunity you have right now to write this number down, one advice Also, you can email your money questions at yourmoneyatwealthenhancement.com.